Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I'm Francesca Amber, your host, who is a speaker now, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, she is a motivational speaker, just like Bruce Jenner. I'm feeling like I need Chris Jenner in my corner. I'm so excited about this new facet. Facet, what a nice word. Facet of my, I don't know, podcast. Being able to go out and meet you guys in the flesh and squeeze you and hug you and laugh with you truly is such a blessing. So thank you so much to everybody that came out to the event last uh, Monday. It was wonderful seeing you. And if you didn't get to come and see me, I am doing another event in September, my first event of my own. So get excited, book tickets, links in the bio, all that jazz. Anyway, Today, I am going to do a little Q&A inspired by the Q&A I did at the event on Monday because you guys asked me questions about things that I would never have even thought that you would want to know about. And also, sometimes the answers are such like 
amazing little nuggets of information that I've picked up from books or picked up on my journey. But on their own, they wouldn't really make a whole podcast. Do you know what I mean? So it seems a shame to leave that shit out. So we're doing a Q&A, bitches. And there's so many questions here. I put a little Q&A thing out on my stories on Instagram. If you're not following me already, what you're doing with your life, I'm at Francesca Amber or at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. And so many of you ask questions that I am going to record this in two or three parts. And I will save those extra episodes for the future for when I have a migraine or I've had zero sleep or life is just catching up with me. So what a time to be alive. Okay, let's crack on with the first question. The mindful generation asks, I manifested the life of my dreams, but by the time I got here, I realized I now have a new career calling and I want that now. So how can I manifest it faster? Now, we all have manifested either consciously or unconsciously all of the different factors in our lives. And when we consciously manifest something like I did when I wanted a salon in London and create a successful beauty business, it can sometimes be really hard to let go of that, to let something better replace it. So I remember in the pandemic, I just spent two and a half thousand pounds on a new roof. Do you know how many times I got to use that new roof at my salon? Zero, zero fucking times. And I had to let go of that whole dream that I'd manifested of having this beauty salon and having this whole career because I had a new calling. So I would say that you need to just find the courage to let go and you know in your heart what is right for you. Sometimes on a practical level, it is not possible to just, you know, one day be a beauty therapist, the next day be a fucking podcaster. You have to have a little bit of a transition period, but don't be afraid to let go of what you've manifested in the past because you are closer to your calling now. Dreaming big, slimming down. Love that name. Says, do you have any tips to stop procrastinating and just get things done? Yes, we did a book in the book club by Mel Robbins, who is obviously very famous for her five second rule. And it sounds so simple and I still sometimes forget to use it. But if you find yourself doom scrolling or on the sixth episode in a row of fucking Emily in Paris or whatever it might be, simply say to yourself, right, five, four, three, two, one. And on one, you physically move, you physically get up and that is all it takes. It's so simple. It's so effective. I don't know what else to tell you. If you want to find out more about this, she has a book called The Five Second Rule or just check out Mel Robbins's Instagram. It is all about motivating yourself in life. She was very unmotivated. She was an alcoholic. She would struggle to get her children to school on time. She was never turning up to work. And she used this five second rule to really motivate herself to live her dream fucking life. So yeah, try it. It's simple, but it works. Mama and Me UK says... (laughs) I love this question. What is a nice way to tell people to fuck off who don't believe or raise your vibe? Well, first of all, it's not your job to convert anybody to the law of attraction. It's not your job to make anybody believe in this. I find that the best way to make people believe is to live as an example. Live your best fucking life. Let them see the results in your life. And even then, I've noticed that some people will just never fucking ask you. Some people will never ask you how you did it. Um, But they're on their own journey. They're on their own journey. You're going to have plenty of people who are interested and do want to ask you about it. You can set some boundaries as well with people. So, 
there are some people in my life who are very, very negative and I simply don't interact with that. So my dad is a perfect example. He would constantly be very negative about my sister and be trying to bring her down and trying to get me to be involved in that conversation and be like, yeah, you're right. She is a bitch. And I just would not get involved. I'd just stay silent or I'd just say, oh, Bo, have you eaten all of your dinner? Like I would just divert the conversation. So it's a little bit of a practice, but you can do it. Danny King 18 says, will you be doing any more live events or going on a little Law of Attraction UK tour? (gasps) Imagine me going on tour. What a time to be alive. That would be so much fun. So at the moment, no. Mart and I have our event in London on the 26th of September, which I'm so excited about. Um, But doing this event on Monday really has opened my eyes to the power of being there in person and how powerful that can be when everyone's collective energies are together. And so something I've been thinking about is next year, we have been thinking about potentially doing a cruise, like a retreat. Yes, for the bougie bitches. I have been thinking about doing a much smaller event in local um, theatres, like around the country, maybe touring something like my Manifesting Money Workshop, because honestly, Me and my two assistants keep saying we have got to revamp that workshop. We've got to like rebrand it because the content in it is so valuable. It's so insane. And basically it doesn't do it any justice. I think that it needs to reach so many more people. So yeah, maybe I, maybe I will. Mishimu84 says, any tips on manifestation patience when you know it's coming, but it seems to be taking its damn time? Yes, I do have some tips on this. So I would make your current situation as pleasant as possible. So this could apply to any area of your life, whether you are waiting for your dream man to turn up, whether you are waiting to move into your dream home, whether you're waiting for your dream career, whatever it might be, sitting and waiting for it, it ain't going to move it any faster to you. If you can live your best life now and live in that abundance and live on that high frequency in whatever area you're looking for, you will actually get there so much faster. Now, to give you an example about this in case you're like, what the fuck is she talking about? I decided to renovate and extend my house, even though I knew I would probably be moving out about a year later. I knew I was sharing a bedroom with my child. Like I knew that we would not be living there long term. Now, if you were just not living the law of attraction and you were just you know, thinking from your logical brain, you'd say, well, why would you spend money on an extension? Why would you do that? You'd just save it and and wait until you're in the new house. But the old house was so fucking depressing and so tiny and so horrible that I would have had this real air of like, absolute desperation to move. And desperation and manic manifestation, it ain't a vibe. That's not where we want to be going. So I knew that if I could create the feeling of my dream home exactly where I was, and that was like having a new pink front door, having a beautiful open plan kitchen, having the exact kind of flooring I wanted, it put me into that feeling of having it now. But not only that, I wasn't desperate anymore. I wasn't desperate. If I was in that horrible old pink kitchen with no working oven and 
fucking brown carpets and oh god it was horrible I would have been so desperate I would have just made a wild decision and moved somewhere that probably wasn't right for me but because I actually quite liked my living situation I didn't rush and I ended up with the perfect house for me I hope that makes sense now you can apply this to any area of life if you are currently single and you are like waiting 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 for the love of your life don't wait to live your life until you meet him. Make the most of this time being single. Make plans with your friends. Get out there. Enjoy things. Enjoy life. Find out what your hobbies are and start enjoying life before he even comes along. Miss T789 says, what to do when you're feeling stuck? I feel trapped in my own life. I either hit roadblocks and can't see a way around or I don't take action because of overthinking and fear. Any advice? Sometimes our life is so far removed from anything that we would actually want that it can feel totally overwhelming to even think of a way out. And when somebody asks you, well, what's your dream? What do you want? What do you want most of the world? What's your dream career? It can be really overwhelming. And I know that for many years, I couldn't even think about what that would even look like. And so what I would say is take the pressure off. Don't try and think, think, think your way out of it. And instead, raise the vibration of your life in all of the ways that are so easy to do. Start to get a schedule for yourself where you schedule in time for self-care, for manifesting, for exercise, for looking after yourself, for socialising. Create a life that you love in so many ways. Declutter your home, declutter your wardrobe, make your home a living vision board. Like do all of these things that instantly improve your vibration and improve your life but without having that thing of like but what am I actually gonna do because guess what once you start to put all of these things into place and raise your vibration the rest believe it or not will just follow so good luck with that we'll be back after a quick break hi this is Ross the host of smells like humans each week we talk about the curious things that people do Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Okay, I'm not going to say the name of this person because I don't think it's needed, but they say how to build the strength to leave an abusive relationship. This is so hard. And when we say abusive relationship, sometimes we can be in a toxic relationship, but it doesn't mean that the two people are toxic. I'm sure that I've been toxic to people in the past. That doesn't make me a toxic person. It just means that the situation is. Obviously, there are abusive relationships as well which should never be tolerated, but it can be really, really hard to leave. I know that when I was in my marriage, I really, really wasn't happy. And it was so difficult to think about the practical logistics of, you know, going from living in a family home in a different part of the country with my daughter to then being like, right, I suddenly have to completely fend for myself again. I have to be a mother. I have to 
do all the childcare. I have to contribute. That like, is so fucking hard. And it takes a minute to get your head around it. Number one, I would start to make a plan. Before you say anything, if it is safe to stay, stay and just start to make a plan. Put a pot together. Start to build some money. Start to speak to some people that you feel confident speaking to that you can trust about your situation and your plan to leave. You can also speak to women's refuges, women's aid, who will actually help you so much. And then slowly but surely begin to manifest your way out of that. Visualize your new life, how you want to live your life on your own terms. And you can do it. You can do it. So many women do this all the time and you are no different. You can do it. Now, a few of you sent the same kind of question, which is roughly, how do you get yourself out of a negative slump? How do you get yourself out of a negative rut when your limiting beliefs are taking over? And what I would say is that life is all about ebb and flow. We are cyclical beings. We are in a monthly cycle. We're in a daily cycle. We're in a yearly cycle. Everything is cyclical and we can't always be high vibe, high energy. Yes, I'm loving life. You better believe I have days in the month where I hate my life and I've got no energy to do anything. And that's absolutely okay. I think that when we are constantly trying to be on a high vibe and the most productive and the most happy, that's just toxic positivity. So first of all, allow yourself that slump. Allow yourself those bad days. Allow yourself to have this little era where you feel a little bit sorry for yourself and you're kind of spiraling downwards. But then pick a time where you're like, enough is enough. And the only way to start is to start. We go back to that five second rule. Starting with any sort of positive action, it's a little bit like rolling a huge stone. That first push to get the stone moving is going to take so much of your energy. It's going to take so much motivation. It's going to take so much concentration. But as it picks up movement and it picks up speed, you'll be fucking away. That stone will be rolling without hardly any pushing from your side. So you have to just start. Pumpkin Spice 48 says, what is your vision for yourself in day five? Wait, what is your vision for yourself in five years time? What pops straight into your head? Oh, well, I would love to be known as an author again. I've been thinking about this recently about how my first love was really writing. And I wrote a book in 2008, had a book published, and I was so, so proud of it. And it's so hard because in this digital age, it's not very rewarding to write a book. So many other forms of media give us more instant gratification, whether that is through instant feedback or monetary, whatever it may be. It's so easy to get caught up in content creation, reels, online courses, workshops, short form media that forms such as books really get left behind. But something I've been thinking about recently is legacy and what I want to be remembered for when I die and what I want my daughters to remember me as. And they ain't going to remember me from my fucking Instagram account. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not going to last. Um, 
And so that has kind of given me the motivation to be like, do you know what? Books last. Books are forever. And a printed book is such a magical thing to have. I'm I'm not a Kindle bitch. I ain't about that Kindle life. So that has really given me the motivation that I've needed to be like, I do want to become an author again, but I want to be proud of my books this time. I want to write books about the law of attraction and helping people to live their best lives. Steph Lynn says, what would you say to someone who is struggling with burnout and pouring from an empty cup? So I experienced burnout in February, March this year, and I actually had to take a month off. I had to take a month off almost like it was sick. Do you know what I mean? I was fucking sick in the head. I was so unwell physically and mentally. I had absolutely no motivation, no creativity, no lust for life whatsoever. And it scared, oh God, it scared the life out of me because here I was, I'd just moved into my dream home. I've got my three daughters and I'm doing my dream job. And I felt absolutely bamboozled by everything. I just felt nothing and it scared me. And the only antidote to burnout is to do absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, And that's exactly what I did for a month. And I mean, I still looked after my children, but work-wise I did absolutely nothing and it really, really helped me. In the time as it's happening, you might feel like you cannot step back at all, but you have to for your own mental health, you have to Um, put things in place, put things on hold and really give yourself the time and space and energy to recharge. And that is truly the only way to do it. A Jenny Joe show says, how do you take yourself out of a negative slump? Have you got any go-to things that you do? Yes, I do. So I get very, very overwhelmed by physical clutter and having physical things in my house. So I know that a declutter will instantly make me feel better. There's an incredible book that I cannot remember the title of, typical. And they say that if you are feeling super overwhelmed or super down about life, It's called like the clear shelf method or something. And you go into your kitchen or you go into your house and you just clear one shelf. You don't try and come up with a business plan. You don't try and create a schedule for yourself. You don't try and do a workout. You just clear one shelf. And what they say is that the follow on impact of that, you will feel so great from just clearing that one shelf. Just take everything off the shelf. It can be a shelf in your kitchen, in your bathroom. It doesn't matter. You clean the bottom. You clean all of the the items that are on it and you put back in just what you actually want. And the effect of that on your mind is so powerful that you'll then be like, I want to do something else and something else. And that is very, very helpful for if you are feeling very negative. I also listen to podcasts. If I'm feeling very, very anxious or negative, I listen to, this actually sounds really weird now, but my favorite murder podcast. Yes. If I'm feeling anxious, I listen to a murder podcast. Um, it doesn't make any sense, but it also does. And so many of you message me and say that you listen to my podcast when you're feeling anxious or down and that it helps give you a boost. And it really does. Listening to someone when you feel like you know them, it really does boost me up. So yeah, I declutter and I listen to a really funny podcast that I really enjoy listening to. Steph Lynn asked me a hundred questions and to be fair, they're actually all amazing questions. But her her second question is, what would you say are your coping methods for a busy, stressful, hectic life? 
Now, I've spoken about this so many times before and I can't remember what book this is from, but I'm going to say it again. The plastic balls and glass balls thought. So every day we are all juggling lots of balls, right? But the glass ones, you cannot drop those because they will smash. So these are things like not picking your child up from school, um, not... Uh, doing your work that absolutely has to be done like on a deadline like not turning up to work whatever it might be and then there's plastic balls that if you drop them you know they'll bounce it's not the end of the world you can pick them up later and it's not ideal to have balls all over the floor but you can pick them up later and these are things like washing your hair um reading a book that you were meant to read and you forgot and you really wanted to or cleaning your kitchen things like that And the only way that I managed to get through life with three young children trying to run a business, do my podcast, do my book club, do everything that I'm trying to do and manifest my fucking goals on the side and have a social life and be presentable, all the things and date. Oh, my God, no, that gets put to the end of the list is I really think about this plastic and glass ball situation. And there are days where I simply slide through the day having just managed to scrape by with the glass balls. And I'm talking, I just about managed to record my book club post for that day. And I just about managed to, you know, take the kids to nursery and pick them up or or look after them all day. Do you know what I mean? And that's absolutely fine. There are days when my kitchen looks like somebody broke in and had a food fight. But in that moment... What is going to affect my long term life more? If I stay downstairs after dinner, after the children have gone to bed and spend an hour or two cleaning up my kitchen and then I collapse exhausted because I've been on the go all day. Is that better than just taking myself straight up to my office and recording my work that I must get done, that I'm obligated to and then falling into bed exhausted? Of course, I have to do the podcast. I have to do the work. And it does mean that sometimes in the morning I go downstairs and I'm like, oh, God, there's all the shit from the night before. But it means that everything that absolutely has to get done gets done. So just don't get caught up with the things that would be nice to do, but don't actually need to be done. The Canny Cookie says mum hacks for law of attraction each day. I feel like I'm literally specialising in this now. When I think about what I want my niche to be, because of course, there's so many people out there that you could be learning law of attraction from, right? But I feel like my USP is law of attraction for busy bitches, manifesting like a mother. It's a working title. I don't know. But basically, law of attraction for very time and energy poor women. And I feel like this is going to be like my thing. Do you know what I mean? If I can do it with three young children, you can fucking do it too. I actually feel like this is what my first book is going to be about and I'm very excited for it. But also, this is what I talked about at my event on Monday um, because it was a room full of business women, all in the beauty industry, many of which were mothers. And it was all about incorporating techniques into your manifesting rituals that are either a compound effect, no extra time or no extra effort. So once you manage to incorporate techniques that include those things, then 
you basically are fucking winning because it's not taking you any extra time, any extra effort, and you will have a compound effect of a one-time action over a longer period of time. So what are examples of this? Well, no extra effort would be listening to subliminals. Sometimes I scrape through the day and I get into bed and I think, I have not worked on my goals one bit today, but I can get into bed and listen to an eight-hour subliminal full of thousands of affirmations about whatever area of my life that I'm focusing on. And I know that I've done something for my subconscious mind that day, something that will get me closer to my goals. A compound effect example would be if you take half an hour to sit and create a digital vision board on your phone of all of the things that you want to manifest into your life, that takes half an hour to do that. But then if you put that as the screensaver on your phone, we on average look at our phone between 150 and 300 times a day. And so you are getting the compound effect of seeing that vision board subliminally, both consciously and unconsciously, multiple times throughout the day. And it's been proven that people that are constantly reminded of their goals are 40% more likely to achieve them. And a no extra time technique would be something like playing really high vibe songs in the morning as you're getting ready for your day. This is something that I incorporated when I found I did not have time to write a gratitude list every morning. And so instead of saying thank you, thank you, thank you for all these things every morning and writing them down, as I was making breakfast for my children and getting them ready for school and getting them ready for the day, I would instead be playing songs that included the word thank you a lot in their lyrics, lyrics that were very gratitude focused. And that really helped me to incorporate gratitude into my morning routine without taking any extra time. And finally, Auntie Lee, Auntie Illy, says, do you get a lot of jealousy from people or do you find that they are generally really pleased for you? So amazingly, I do not get any haters. Watch, I'll get loads now, but I don't get any haters online at all. I'm so, so lucky. I literally had one random person that kept commenting on every single comment on my Instagram saying that I'd had a Brazilian bum lift and that I'd had like bum implants. That was wild. But apart from that, No, it astounds me the generosity of people's comments when they say, I'm so happy to see you living your best life. I'm so happy to see you um, achieving your goals. And I think that's because I truly do share the whole journey, where I've come from, how bad it's been, exactly what I do to get there. And of course, finally, the, the results of it. That's why I love to share with you guys when great things happen to me. However, it does make me feel a little bit nervous still, especially when people that haven't done money mindset work, like my mum, are like, Fran, don't share this or don't share that. It can look like showing off. And I'm like, yeah, mum, that's what people used to think. But actually, when you're telling people you can fucking do this too, I'm not saying that I'm special. I'm not saying that it's just me that gets to do this. I'm saying everyone gets to do whatever they want. Anyone can manifest whatever they want. And I'm trying to be living proof of that. So yes, it does make me nervous when I post things like my new house or when I got my pool put in and stuff like that. But at the same time, that's really what my job is, is being completely transparent on the journey and showing you guys what is possible. So I hope and pray that for a long time going forward, that that will continue to happen, that people will continue to be positive and that people aren't jealous because all jealousy is, is showing you what you want. 
And actually, jealousy is a great tool. So if any of you have seen any of my posts and you do feel jealous, that's great because that's showing you what you want in your life. I always think back to when I was an eyelash extensionist and I had two very, very different clients. One was this girl that was so rich. Her husband was so fucking rich. She had a lift, like an elevator in her house in London. I mean, that's how rich we're talking. But she always had dramas with her family. She always had dramas with friends. And her posts were just basically like designer handbags and really like bougie things. But there was nothing kind of like personal there. Then I had this other client who lived in a really small flat. I think she was in a flat share actually, but she was always out with her friends. She was having a great time. She went to loads of different events and she just had a really rich life in terms of connections and relationships. And that's when I realized, wow, I look at one of my clients' Instagram about the designer handbags and the designer shoes and the travel to the luxurious destinations and I felt absolutely no jealousy at all. And yet when I looked at the other clients, I was like, oh, like she has such a fabulous life and she has so many friends that are completely in alignment with her because, you know, she was childless. All of her friends were childless and they were kind of out just living their best fucking lives all the time. And so if you do ever feel jealousy looking at someone's journey or looking at someone's Instagram, use that to discover what you really want in your life. And it's very, very enlightening. Okay, I've got 300 million other questions, but I am going to save that for part two. So that like I said, if I have a week when I'm hungover or I've got a migraine or I'm dying or I'm on holiday, I can just whip out part two of this Q&A and I ain't got a fucking worry. Right. What do I have to tell you before I go? Um, Come and join us in the book club if you want to come and join us. We are doing Emma Mumford's Hurt Healing Healed this month and it is, oh, it's a deep one. It is very enlightening. This week we are talking about what we can do in our schedule to kind of care for ourselves and be gentle on ourselves and to relax ourselves so we're not in like an adrenal state of fucking hypertension all the time and so that's really fun to feel like you're really looking after yourself and slowing down because in the past whenever I've kind of slowed down and let go that's when amazing ideas and amazing growth tends to happen so that's really fun come and join us if you want you can always catch up I do an episode per chapter If you love this podcast and you want to hear a little bit more, I have two extra episodes per month, one on the new moon and one on the full moon. And so if you subscribe to those, it's called Manifesting with the Moon. You will hear it exactly where you hear this podcast. You don't need to download a certain app. You don't need to do anything. So if you want to check that out, you can. And I will see you bitches next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself 
only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book. Maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.